I'm Steve Tarano. Welcome to Body Performance, the podcast designed to help you reach your weight loss, fitness, and bodybuilding goals. Before I talk about weight loss today, I'd like to give back to two companies or two individuals that have helped me. I think that's what social media is all about nowadays, and I don't think there's enough of it. you got to recognize the people who have helped you and be willing to give back for free. I don't receive any type of compensation. As a matter of fact, these two individuals or companies know nothing about me. The first one is Nathan Lozeron. He has a YouTube channel called Productivity Game, and he reviews self-help, business, and motivational books and gives you just an 8 to 10 minute narrative, and then he gives you a free PDF. The great thing about his service is he's reading these motivational, inspirational books that you don't have to. It makes your life a lot easier. It's not even books on tape. He reads the books and gives you a summary in about five to ten minutes. Then he gives you the PDF that you can review if you need it. And it is really great. It's like being able to take a college course or a graduate course. By the time I'm done listening to his videos for the last, I don't know, year, I can't believe the amount of content that I've been able to digest. As a matter of fact, I just listened to his most recent one, and it's entitled Mini Habits. And what came to mind was the fact that the author of this book was trying to start an exercise program like so many people do, but he couldn't just do it. He couldn't commit to 30 minutes a day which just seems sort of ridiculous. So he brought it down to one minute. If I could exercise for one minute or just do one push-up, I could do that. He almost made the goal so stupid that you can't just do one push-up and stop. And that was the whole principle, to do something that's so ridiculous that to stop, it made you upset. And that's what people don't seem to understand when it comes to weight loss. They're going to change their entire life. They're going to eat better. They're going to start exercising five days a week. They're not going to drink anymore. They're not going to eat chocolates. And this just leads to failure because it's too much of a change. Nobody can make an impact like that. And what this book said was, if you make these ridiculously many goals, you're able to achieve them. And as you begin to achieve these goals, you say, well, I I can do one push-up. You might as well do a second push-up. You can't just stop at two. I mean, might as well do three or four. And pretty soon, you build into a habit that actually makes an impact. And in the end, starting with these mini-type goals actually gets you to your objective as if you started with a 35 or a 45-minute workout from day one because you don't quit and you continue and you achieve your goal. Do the same thing with weight loss or any other objectives in your life, and I think you'll be successful. As a matter of fact, go to YouTube, subscribe to his channel. You'll be glad you did. It will help you. It's helped me. I can't thank him enough. Second person I'd like to thank is Donald Miller. Donald Miller is the owner of a company called Story Brand. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. But I bumped into some of his videos on YouTube, and they are great business videos. As a matter of fact, if you go to his website, I think it's storybrand.com, or just look up Donald Miller Story Brand, you'll bump into it, and sign up for his daily video tip. It is fantastic if you're a business person. He gives you a two- or three-minute tip on business, whether it's sales, motivation, marketing, running a company, and it's free. It is very insightful, and when you watch the video, it's sort of like watching a combination of Mark Twain and Will Rogers. He gives you information, and you go, yeah, I knew that, but you couldn't probably think of it or write the video yourself. Very, very insightful, very good information. He's obviously very successful. He's got a great sense of humor. He laughs at himself. He's got a good smile. And he's been very honest in a lot of these videos about the mistakes he's made, the success he's made, and even talks about how he has lost a significant amount of weight. 
And his challenge, sort of like what I just mentioned earlier, was getting to the gym. And then once he started going to the gym and then jumped in the pool and started swimming for five minutes and then five turned into 10 minutes and then 10 minutes turned into 30 minutes. Now he swims like 60 to 90 minutes a day and he's lost a tremendous amount of weight. Looks great. And in one of his most recent videos, he said he's turning 48 and he has two years before he turns 50 and he wants to be in the best shape of his life. He's got two years to do it. And I'm thinking, I wonder if he knows what he needs to do to achieve his goal and what that goal is. I remember back in 2008 when Dara Torres, at 41 years old, won the 50 meter silver medal in the Olympics. And she was 41 years old. But what people don't realize is that they did a special on her when she was in her 20s. Now, she's a swimmer. She was an Olympic swimmer. She was a gold medalist. I think she won 12 medals. But she not only swam, she did a ton of other things. They showed a documentary of her where she got up in the morning, pulled out her exercise bicycle, and biked for about 45 minutes in her apartment's living room. Then she had breakfast, and then she went to the gym and lifted weights for like an hour and a half. And then she went and did yoga after that. And then she had lunch, and then she hit the pool and swam for two hours. And then she had somebody stretch her for another hour. And then she had dinner, showered, and then went out with her friends. But for her, it was an all-day affair. And my point is, is that she just didn't swim. She did weight training, cardio, yoga, stretched, swam, and watched what she ate. And that's what's needed for weight loss and fitness. It's a three-step process. It's what you eat, it's cardio, and it's weight training. So, Donald Miller, I am more than happy to offer free advice to you if you're interested in some feedback on how you can achieve your goal. It's just my way of giving back and saying thank you for your videos and thank you for what you're doing for everybody else who's watching them. Now let's talk about some weight loss stuff. We already know you got to eat healthier and you got to eat less or you got to do a combination of the two. Okay, we got that. Let's move on to something more important. Think in terms of number one, you got to move more. That means you're going to have to exercise cardio, weight training, or a combination of the two. Have you taken a look at people in the gym? They typically don't change much, meaning they don't get any thinner, but they don't get any fatter. And this is because their workouts, regardless of what they are, burn enough calories to keep them at equilibrium. Remember how I said weight gain is the slow, gradual accumulation of a small amount of calories over a long period of time? So when somebody goes to the gym and they work out and they do a little bit of cardio and let's say they burn 150 to 200 calories, well, that's 15 to 20 pounds that they're fending off. Because remember, 100 extra calories a day, 10 pounds at the end of the year. 150 extra calories a day, 15 pounds at the end of the year. So by exercising, you're able to fend off those additional calories that are going to accumulate. So you might not lose weight, but at least you're not going to gain weight. The second tip, eat breakfast. Studies show that people who eat breakfast lose weight quicker and keep it off longer. There's no magic to eating breakfast, but as I mentioned in the previous podcast, if you eat dinner at 6 o'clock at night and you sleep till 6 o'clock in the morning and then you skip breakfast and then you eat lunch at noon, that's about 18 hours you haven't eaten. And then it's really hard to have a half a sandwich and a piece of fruit and have it quell your hunger. So when you get up in the morning, have something to eat. I don't care if it's toast, bagel, yogurt, piece of fruit, have something to start your day. Number three, pay attention to what you're drinking. Sweetened coffees, sweetened teas, juices, sodas, they all add tons of extra calories to your daily calorie intake. 
Number four, watch your drinking on the weekends. And I'm talking about alcohol. It is amazing how much people drink and they don't even realize it. And then when you mention it to them, they get defensive. Oh, no, I don't drink that much. Oh, no, I just had like one or two beers. And really, they're pounding down four or five. And once in a while, it's okay. And as a matter of fact, if you exercise like a maniac and you can burn that off, no problem. But if you're trying to lose weight, extra alcohol is a killer. Number five, pack your lunch, bring it to work, and eat it. It's a great way of eating healthy, and it's a wonderful way of saving a few bucks. Number six, we've all heard this one time before, eat three small meals a day and two snacks. Well, it doesn't matter when you eat, it doesn't matter what you eat, it doesn't matter how you break those meals or snacks or food up during the day. If you eat healthier, you'll eat less. If you eat less, you'll eat less. But it doesn't really matter if you have three, four, five, six meals a day, and it doesn't actually matter when you eat those meals. It's the total calories in and the total calories out. So if you like breaking your meals up into three, four, or five meals during the day, that's fine. My point is, is that total up your calorie intake, figure out what those meals are, break it up into two, three, four, or five meals, two meals and three snacks, three snacks, two meals. It doesn't make a damn bit of difference. Just do it. It takes effort, it takes time, it takes patience, it takes consistency. It's a pain in the ass. It is. But it's not a bad thing to do if you want to achieve your goals. And the best part about weight loss is you don't have to like it. You just have to do it. No luck, no chance, no roll of the dice. Just do it, have faith, and the weight will come off. And finally, number seven, watch your snacking at night. That's a killer because we begin to take in additional calories because we're either hungry because we ate too early or we're bored. That's one of the things that people seem to have a big problem with. Gee, it's late. What am I going to eat? When you're not sure what to eat, eat fruit. Nobody ever got fat from eating fruit. Another challenge I see a lot when I'm looking at this Facebook weight loss group is my weight loss has stopped or I'm actually gaining weight. Remember, nobody gains weight on a calorie deficit. If you're gaining weight or you're not losing weight, time to check your calorie intake and your calorie utilization. It's just like a checkbook. Nobody ever says, man, I'm losing money out of my checkbook, but I'm not really sure why. Well, you check the balance and you check the debits and you check the credits and you go, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, I've been spending too much. Same thing occurs with weight loss, except people don't want to admit it. Oh, I'm just, I gained 10 pounds. Where'd you think you gained that from? Just breathing? No. You are either eating too much or you have slacked off on your exercise or a combination of the two. Nothing wrong with it. We're not going to hold your feet to the flame. We're not going to persecute you for that. But what you have to do is you got to knuckle down and take an interest in what you're doing. Not complain about it. Become proactive. Take a look at what you're doing. Take a look at what you're eating. Take an audit of it and then, again, reevaluate. And it's always interesting how people bitch and complain about weight loss. It's not occurring. It's not occurring fast enough. I need to be skinny by uh, next Tuesday. I got a wedding to attend and I got 50 pounds to lose. Nobody seems to bitch when they're eating all that great food. Nobody seems to get upset as they're getting fat. They're enjoying all that great food. If they were getting upset, they would look in the mirror and go, whoa, I just put on 10 or 15 pounds. Time to stop. Time to exercise. Time to take it off. But nobody does. People gain 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds, and then all of a sudden, the light comes on, they look awful, and they say, oh, now I need to make a change, and I've just changed my life, and now I want to be thin immediately. I mean, I've been eating this way for the last five years. Why am I not thin after five weeks? It takes time. It takes effort and consistency. 
Just like saving money and becoming a millionaire, it takes time. It takes effort, consistency, self-discipline, perseverance, patience, and faith. So if you just keep doing the right things, the right things will occur. Now, I'm going to talk to you about weightlifting, and this is for men and women, but it's mostly for guys. I just saw this in the gym, thought it'd make a great topic because I see it all the time. If you are doing legs, if you are squatting, keep your damn shoes on. Nobody squatted more barefoot. I know Arnold did it, and you see it in pumping iron and all that crap. Remember, Arnold was from Austria, okay? It's freezing ass there. He moved to California. He's like, this is the greatest place in the world. There are great-looking women. The place has got a beach. It's sunshine. It's Hollywood. I'm going to run around in shorts and a t-shirt and flip-flops. Go to the gym, take your flip-flops off, and start lifting. He squatted with no shoes on. If squatting without shoes on was better power lifters would do it. Let me say that again. If you could squat more weight barefoot, power lifters would do it, but you can't. So keep your shoes on. Why? Because it supports the arch in your foot. And the more that arch is supported, the better you're going to be able to squat. Why? Because you're more stable. You also have some padding underneath your heel. That'll also prevent any type of injury or pain. So you want some type of padding and support around your foot because your foot's going to become misshapen and it's not going to be able to support your body as well, especially if you're squatting big weight, three, four, five hundred pounds. So please keep your damn shoes on. If you have any questions, you can reach me on Instagram at Body Performance Help. You can reach me on Facebook at Steve Tarano, T-U-R-A-N-O. If you have any suggestions, I'm happy to hear them. If you know of anybody that needs any help, pass along the podcast. I'd appreciate it. I'm Steve Tarano, and this is Body Performance.